1: that today's show is also going to be very newsy and very interesting. It's about green death, Hmm. green death, okay, uh, the Ukraine and war. What do we see facing us in the headlines now? We are going to be talking about these topics on the show today. It is live if you're listening on Sunday. Either it's uh, 10 a.m. U.S. Eastern Time. No, it's 9 a.m. U.S. Eastern Time or 5 p.m. Israel Holy Time here. And that means that we are live. You can call in if you have any comments or questions. Our numbers are on the top of our homepage at IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. I want to make an announcement, let you all know that those of you who know me know that I love and rely heavily on my smart devices, but not fooling myself, I'd also like to know the flip side of what to be aware of when using them. If you want to know more about what 5G is, I don't have that yet, if it is harmful and also what's called dirty electricity in our homes, if you're interested to hear about that topic, I'm going to be having on a speaker on the subject on Tuesday, February 1st at 5 p.m. Israel time or 10 a.m. U.S. Eastern time. It'll be a live show videoed or taped on Zoom, you can be part of our live audience. Just go to our homepage at IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com and click on the videos section there, or you can just go to Zoom.IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com and then you can register there. It's absolutely free. We just have to have you register so we can keep out the trolls, you know. They often come. So we keep the room nice and friendly and good and clean, and it's going to be a fascinating show. As you all know, if you've been to my shows before, uh, time allotting, I always open up the floor to the people in the audience so they can ask questions themselves to our guest. We're going to be talking about the dangers of 5G and smart devices to your health and your home tips to lower exposure to harmful electromagnetic radiation and more so it should be a fascinating show it's this tuesday 10 a.m u.s eastern time 5 p.m israel time register for the zoom at zoom.israelnewstalkradio.com we'll be right back Com. And today's topics, green, death, hmm, Ukraine, and war. Hmm, something else in the headlines besides how many people are hospitalized with COVID? How many people have COVID? How many people tested for COVID? Yawn. All right. All right. Um, We are going to be speaking now with Dr. Mordechai Ben-Menachem. He's a researcher, former lecturer at Ben-Gurion University, and has has authored over 80 books and 400 research papers on science and history and more. He commentates on Mideast and world issues. I want to welcome to the show Dr. Mordechai Ben-Menachem. Thank you. All right. uh, Let's start out, I guess, with green death. It sounds like it's diametrically opposed, but go ahead. (laughs)
0: Uh, i'm I to preface things by saying that i definitely consider myself to be um an aficionado of green i mean i, I, I mean i'm i'm very sensitive to environment i'm very sensitive to nature um i, I, I uh, trees are extremely important to me and cetera so please don't misunderstand what i'm going to say about some of these environmental issues that we've been that the um Um, news media or the so-called news media have been throwing at us now for for many years. Now for many years now uh, uh, um, we've been told that the the climate is in a state of catastrophe and there are three solutions. One is uh, 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 photovoltaic solar cells or solar panels. Second is uh, wind power and the third is electric vehicles. And these are the panaceas that are going to solve all of the problems of humanity and um, uh, uh, get us through this crisis, uh, which is man-made by all of us evil, evil people who insist for some reason that we want to eat and things like that. <laughs> uh, let, let's just talk about a little bit of facts here so we can get get, get some, a basic understanding of what's really going on and what the what – the, um, uh, 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 the people that call themselves journalists for some strange reason refuse to actually let you know refuse to allow you to know first of all um, the vast majority of solar panels are manufactured in China using slave labors so if you're in favor of of, of slave labor and, and you like the idea of, of living off of slaves that are um, uh, treated really horribly, then solar panels sort of sound good. Of course, even if you get past the, the idea of slave labor, which is about 90% of the labor that goes into solar panels today, um, even if you get past that, you also need to put on the side and, and remember two small items that people somehow seem to have forgotten. A the process of manufacturing solar panels is enormously toxic. B, once the solar panels are retired after 20 years, and then the, the, the average uh, life cycle of a, of a solar panel is 20 years, once they're retired, they are even more toxic than when they go into landfills. And we have no technology at the present time, nor is there anything in the offing right now to recycle these solar panels. So you're talking about something which kills a lot of people, a lot of people. Well, let's go from um, solar panels to uh, electric vehicles. Every electric vehicle is chock full of uh, cobalt and nickel and uh, uh, many other minerals of that sort. And most of these minerals, particularly the cobalt, is mined by black children, thousands of whom die every year from the mining operations. Well, I have nothing against um, um, Elon Musk. I think he might even be a nice person. He kills tens of thousands of children every year. So if you like to drive an electric vehicle, you need to be aware that you're a murderer.
1: Um, okay, I think we have to soften that a bit. All right, and this is your opinion. I don't have the facts in front of me. I don't know. Um, let's continue. Everyone should check out information on their own. Go ahead. Uh,
0: That's a very legitimate um, uh, comment, and I thank you for it. I would suggest people would go to read a book by by Professor Ian Plimmer from Australia, who is a climate scientist by profession and a geologist. And he has written two books on the subject. His latest book is a book called Green Murder. I sort of softened that a little bit by calling it Green Death. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the second book, and uh, anyone who is interested in validating what I'm talking about, I strongly recommend these books. There are many other books as well, but these are extraordinarily professional, uh, 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 very high level, um, uh, 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 very highly validated. These are books that are very, very powerful and, and, and well-written. So um, um, I thank you for the comment. It's, it's certainly uh, a, a valid comment and in place, but that's one of the sources that I'm using. Far from the only source, if one if, if one wants to, i go to other sources. A gentleman by the name of Armstrong, again a climate scientist, professional, uh, uh, and he's written extensively as well. And I can go on, but the time is short, and we don't have uh, we don't have time to talk about. A, a bibliography right now okay and, I'll, and I'll, just, I'll just i 'll just that just sum it up and saying found. that
1: maybe these people believe uh, what you said that 's their opinion and and let 's move on yes, go ahead
0: well, science is opinions despite what um, despite what some people say that science is absolute, science is never absolute. science is always an opinion and science is based upon the idea basically of varying opinions that compete with one another. Thank you
1: for clarifying. One of them somehow
0: comes out on top. Okay. At least for now. Okay. The science always changes. Um, we haven't spoken about um, uh, wind turbines, aside from the idea that wind turbines are um, extraordinarily fickle, fickle, as we've seen. As we've seen in these past few months, that the wind in the in most of Northern Europe has uh, 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 slowed down a great deal, and most of the elect. Uh, the electricity that's been what was expected from them has not, has not appeared. Um, Again, when they retire and they always do because every machine built by human beings eventually gives out. And again, the the normal life cycle is about 20 years. And when they're retired, they're highly toxic. And they the only solution we have for them is landfills. So we are poisoning the earth. Now, again, I'll go back to my opening statement that I am green. Remember, um, I've stated this number many times in the past today, every day, more than a thousand children die every single day in India from water pollution. Pollution is a definite problem and needs to be addressed. That is a crisis. Yes. Not much.
1: Yeah. Agreed. Agreed.
0: Okay. So, um, Um, uh, 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 When I'm talking about these things, um, the problems are very real. The issues are very real. The solutions are very dumb. Bad
1: solution to the wrong problem. Um, You know, if I remember correctly, when cholera was going around in the United States and people were dying left and right from it, when they cleaned up the water supply... People stopped dying from cholera. They didn't need a vaccination. They just the the water was dirty water. It was uh, infested with uh, the the sewer, and so when when they separated the water supply from where the sewage was going into, people start stopped getting sick. So what you're saying is very very true. Very important.
0: One of the major problems that we have in the world today is that young people are not taught to read and understand history. And what you just said is history. Anybody can know that, can know those facts. They're out there. We know, for instance, that the uh, uh, um, uh, 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 life expectancy at birth in the Western world in the year, um, um, uh, uh, at the end of the 19th century, was about 40. At the end of the 20th century, was about 80. I'm rounding the numbers a little bit. How did it double? Well, one of the ways it doubled was, one of the reasons it doubled was exactly what you just said. Better sewage systems, more cleanliness, less pollution. Mm-hmm. But we're going back towards pollution. We are going backwards. The copula- the population of China for the last several years has shrunk. The population of Russia for the last several years has shrunk. The population of germany for the last seven years several years has shrunk the population of the united states if there was not massive immigration would also be shrinking every major industrial country in the world today has a shrinking population less immigration
1: i think that's also not just because of Pollution and problems, uh, you know, in the cities and et cetera. But also people, I mean, culturally, people are not having children. Correct. And I saw that in Europe, too. When I was in Hungary, people didn't have kids. They had dogs and they were groomed and they were wearing clothes, their dogs. (laughs) Seriously they 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 put their money in their animals they didn't want to have kids it was just and if you yeah. saw a baby in Hungary it was like wow look a baby Oh, how cute. It was like yeah. special. Anyway, we're going to a break right now. When we get back, we're going to be speaking more about this and also about what you're hearing in the news now. And that is the Ukraine, the Ukraine, Russia, Russia, war, war. What is happening? What may happen? We're going to be right back. Don't go anywhere.
0: So join me, Steve Miller, and me, Matt Zucker, for lighting Up every Monday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 5 p.m. Israel, only on
1: IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. We are back here at the Tamar Yonah Show on IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. And we are speaking with Dr. Mordechai Ben Menachem on topics that affect all of us around the world green death, as we were talking about, Ukraine, Russia, and war. So welcome back to the show, Dr. Mordechai Ben Menachem. Thank you. Where would you like to start?
0: Okay. Um, we were just talking about some of the issues concerning the so-called solutions to the so-called climate crisis. Again, I care very deeply about environment, I care very deeply about nature. Uh, 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 Things dealing with real greenery are very important to me. I do not like false solutions and I do not like lies. And the solutions that are being presented are basically bad bad solutions. They're, they're incorrect. They don't work well. Some of them cannot work well. For instance, photovoltaic. Um, solar panels cannot ever be constructive, ever, when you're talking about uh, utility level at, a, at, the, at, the, at the level of a country. Um, they're superb for uh, uh, individual applications. That's fine. I've used them myself in engineering systems, but any solar panel that is installed under even ideal conditions will never create enough electricity, will never harvest sufficient energy from the sun to replace the electricity that is used to manufacture them. They take more electricity to manufacture than they will ever create ever in their lifetime. So solar panels are simply, again, a bad solution to the wrong problem. Now this is important right now on a on on a, on a on a very immediate level because what we've seen over the past at least a decade, probably more, is that Europe has gone wholehearted towards doing things like that they call green energy. Like um, Germany has decommissioned. It's coal power plants and it's decommissioned. It's nuclear power plants. So what do they do? Well, they le- import electricity from France, which is manufactured by nuclear, so they can feel superior to the French. And they've installed trillion uh, over a trillion euros in in uh, uh, solar panels, which don't work because there's very little sun in in Germany. You have sun for an, on an average of two and a half hours a day throughout the year. So. Solar panels in Germany is simply a stupid idea. Now, they're trying to solve the problem by importing gas from Russia. Now, about 43% of all of European energy comes from Russia. So when Biden and Blinken stand up and talk about how horrible Russia is and, and, and Putin is concerning the Ukraine and They've not done anything yet yet uh, uh, concerning the Ukraine except mass troops within their own country, which is, is legal as far as I'm aware. Um, and the Europeans aren't with them. The Europeans aren't making the same noises. And the reason for that is that Europe, if Europe sanctions Russia and Russia turns off the supply of energy to Europe, millions of Europeans will die, literally. Will die. Repeat that, please.
1: Repeat that, please. I want you to, to repeat it.
0: Okay. If Europe dares to sanction Russia and Russia, as a result, cuts off the energy supplies, mostly gas, but also petroleum and also solid fuels, to Europe, particularly Western Europe and Central Europe, millions of Europeans will freeze to death this winter.
1: Hmm. There's no other country they can get from? I
0: love that question. <laughs> you need to give yourself a big hug. Yes, there is, actually. There is an, an ult- one ultimate solution, and uh, they spent €11 billion um, uh, uh, Euros on, on, on what's called Nord Stream 2. For exactly half that price, they could have created a, uh, 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 an equivalent pipeline, which would have decreased their dependency on Russia instead of increasing their dependency in Russia, but that pipeline would have had to go to the what's called the Eastern Mediterranean. In other words, they would have had to, pardon my language, would have had to pay those damn Jews and ragheads. I, again, I beg your pardon. It's not my words, it's their words. Hmm. That's the only alternate that, that exists right now, for solutions. They have an ultimate solution. They refused it. They've been offered it several times both by Israel and by Egypt and by a consortium called the East Mediterranean um, uh, Energy Hub, which consists of uh, Israel, e- Egypt, uh, Cyprus, and etc. And they refuse that. They refused to, to invest in They refused to e- actually even evaluate it uh, 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 professionally, because they don't want to pay. The Jews.
1: Hmm. Well, well, then I guess they'll freeze to death.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, somehow I, I I have to admit the idea of uh uh of, of three, four, five, six million dead
1: Germans really doesn't disturb my sleep. Okay. Well, you know, what? we don't want anybody to die. We 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 you know. Humanity is special and we just want people to be better. Yes, we don't, I don't want them to die. Right. I certainly wouldn't do anything right. to cause them to right. die. Right. But I'm, I'm, I can't say that, that it would make me overly sad. So, all right. But what are the chances that these countries would really, um, you know, cease spying from Russia? There, there, is no, there is
0: no chance. Zero.
1: Okay.
0: They, 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 they do not have a choice at this point. Okay. The o- the only choice right now is to buy from Russia or die. Okay,
1: and if there's a war between Russia and the Ukraine, then they have a big problem. Half of that of that energy that flows from Russia
0: flows through Ukraine. 50% of the energy again, Russia supplies about 43% of the total energy of the of the of, of, of Europeans, about half of that flows through Ukraine.
1: And isn't, since Joe Biden got into the White House, isn't the United States getting uh, a lot of their power, their their fuel from uh, Russia, Ukraine?
0: The United States? I'm not aware of the United States importing Russian um, uh, gas in massive quantities. Quite the opposite. The United States is attempting to supply Europe with natural gas via liquefied natural gas, but of course, the capacity just isn't there as a replacement, not to mention the the, the costs would be just out of the world. Um, People need to be aware that energy costs in most areas of Europe have over the last year jumped by 600%. Again, 600%. And salaries have going green. Uh huh. What what, the, 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 what's the expression? You get what you pay for.
1: Yeah. Well,
0: no, that's it. That's what I've done. Now you have to remember, um, it's one thing to say I will go green. I will make my country more uh, uh, environmentally responsible. If that's the proper word, I'm not certain it is, but let's, let's assume for the moment. Um, but not, that's, it doesn't stop there. They're also demanding that, for instance, people in, 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 in India and in Africa and in, and in other places that they also do not burn fossil fuels or other kinds of things. Um, and the alternative there is to burn dung and to burn uh, uh, faggots and to burn other things, which essentially means that people die from smoke inhalation. Again, Tens of thousands of people die every year in Africa, and I'm probably uh, uh, underestimating it by that number from the fact that they do not have alternate sources of power such as coal, which is the only which is the only thing that's really readily available in those areas coal and petroleum and because the europeans have are preventing them from getting that,
1: they're dying. Okay, so give us a scenario. What might we see around the world, here in Israel, the American people, other European nations, etc., if indeed a war uh, begins, Russia starts to invade the Ukraine?
0: Well, okay, let's go back a step, one step back from that. First of all, will Russia, what, what are the chances that Russia will actually invade Ukraine? At the moment, it appears to me rather slim. It could happen, of course. I, I might be wrong, but I, I would say that, that I'd give that a less than 30% chance. It's mostly American rhetoric more than anything else. The Russians are not talking about invading Ukraine. There are no Russian sources talking about invading Ukraine. But they're gathering None. troops there. But that's what the news reports say. They're gathering troops. Well, okay. so, But they're gathering troops within Russia. Yes, they're gathering troops on the border of the Ukraine. Correct. And Putin has said openly and clearly, if you're putting missiles into places like uh, uh, close to our, uh, our Western border, we are going to defend ourselves, just as Kennedy did in the Cuban Missile Crisis. Right.
1: I understand that.
0: So that's all that Putin has said. He has not said anything about Ukraine. Anything. As a matter of fact, there was a telephone call, just, I think it was, two days ago, three days ago? Between Biden and Zelensky, Zelensky is his name? I'm not pronouncing it correctly, I'm I'm thinking. The the president of Ukraine. And the president of Ukraine said,
1: cool it. We don't see what what you're saying. All right, well, we'll hold it right there. You can talk about that more when we get back from the break and after the news. Don't go anywhere, everybody. We'll be right back.
0: Are you tired of political correctness and the fear that you might offend someone?
1: I'm not afraid to offend you. Wow, look who's talking tough. One has to be tough to keep sane today. Hi, I'm Alan Skorsky. And I'm Beryl Seabrow.
0: And join us every Wednesday for the Definitive Wrap as we interview the most sought-after guests and expose progressive trends that masquerade as enlightenment but actually destroy our freedoms.
1: We are the No-Wolf Zone, so buckle up for this exciting show. Buckling up,
0: but I'm driving. (laughs)
1: Sure, you can drive, but I'm the navigator.
0: Tune in for the No Nonsense, the definitive rap show, every Wednesday on Israel News Talk Radio.
1: Back here at the Tamar Yona show on IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. dot com. Will Russia invade the Ukraine? Russia says it doesn't have any intentions yet. Fox News just announced that they have got one hundred and fifty thousand troops along its border with the Ukraine. Uh, Biden is talking about war. Um, who is? Being dramatic, who's, who's being a drama queen and who's not? Only time, I guess, will tell. Our guest is Dr. Mordecai Ben-Menachem. And uh, in this last segment, Dr. Mordechai Ben-Menachem, where would you like to take us? What do we need to know?
0: There's a basic problem in economics. As everybody is aware, the economics of the United States right now, the economy of the United States, pardon me, of the United States right now, for the past year has uh, really nosedived. One, uh, one, one uh, aspect of that is the supply chain problems. One aspect of that is the inflation. Uh, there are a lot of problems. There are a lot of af- aspects of the problems. The Federal Reserve is talking about um, shifting the, the um, policies concerning uh, interest rates rather than massive quantities of quantitative easing, they're talking about quantitative tightening, et cetera, et cetera. Now, historically, there is basically, there are basically two solutions to massive problems like that. When you have a, a debt, which is the size, which is uh, uh, well over the size of your GDP and uh, 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 growing at a phenomenal rate and all these other problems, and, et cetera, you have, two, you have two solutions. You can either default. And the United States cannot really afford to default. Remember, the United States is the, the United States dollar is the the reserve currency in the world today, because um, the President of the United States made a deal with the then um, King of Saudi Arabia, who was Ibn Saud, the father of the of the dynasty, that all oil in the world would be traded in dollars. That made the United States dollar the reserve currency. And Biden, of course, the first thing he did when he came into office was to spit in the face of the King of Saudi Arabia. Literally, by the way. Um, not a really smart move to do. So there are only two two solutions: you either default or you go to war. So Biden has been looking for a war for the last several months, and he's can't seem to find one. Every place he looks. Washington sleeps simply, simply sort of goes away. He, he did, he did an a, a, a unbelievably stupid debacle in Afghanistan. Again, the issue of to retreat or not to defeat, to retreat is a legitimate political issue. The way they did it was was simply terrible, was awful, was very bad. They they, they, they they did a deal with Australia that they called AUKUS, which was more awkward than AUKUS, and alienated France and other allies. He's failed in the Horn of Africa. He's failed in the uh, uh, Taiwan Straits, and now he's trying in Ukraine. He keeps on trying to implement to a war. And, of course, we know why. I mean, Eisenhower told us why many years ago. Beware the military industrial complex but today it's much more than just military industrial it's it includes google and facebook and 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 and, and, and pfizer and all sorts of other industrial complex that basically are fed by the government
1: you know, you know and what this reminds government- me of i just have to interrupt you here did you ever see the movie canadian bacon no you've got to watch it it was hysterical it's also about a president yeah. trying to find a war to go into it was a comedy. It was with big stars like Alan Alda and Rita Pearlman, and all the John Candy, I think, was in it. It was a very funny. People, if you haven't seen it, to all of our listeners, I, I recommend it. I, th- I thought it was a hysterical movie. It's called, again, Canadian Bacon. All right, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> that was a commercial. <laughs> Unintended. All right.
0: Um, so Biden is trying, trying desperately to find the war. If he doesn't find the war, um, it is absolutely clear to anybody who's looking at things, unless you're unless you work for CNN, that in November, the Republicans are going to um, um, take an, a, a phenomenal number of seats in in the elections in the in midterm elections, and after that, what's probably almost definitely going to happen is that Biden will be impeached. <clears throat> Why not? You know, that's what they did. Uh, They'll have to live with their own medicine. Now, one of the solutions that's been bandied about for the last few weeks, since this uh, 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 Supreme Court justice announced that he was planning to retire, is that he could imp- appoint Kamala Harris to the, uh, to the Supreme Court, of course, she doesn't have a majority in the Senate either unless unless she votes for herself, which I don't know if that's legal or not. And then details, they either details. replace the vice president or they invoke the 25th Amendment and Pelosi becomes president. Isn't that a marvelous idea?
1: Well, he could make this is what I've been hearing. You know, I don't know if they're right, but they say that he can make Hil- uh, Hillary Clinton the vice president, or even Michelle Obama, the vice president, and then they invoke the 25th Amendment and get him out, and then that person becomes president. He
0: can nominate them, but that has to be passed by the Senate.
1: Details, details.
0: (laughs) And they do not have a majority in the Senate. All
1: right, well, you know, uh, Republicans can be bought off just as easily as anybody else. (laughs)
0: As I as I mentioned, I think it was last week. There's a famous quote from uh, Al Capone: "You can buy them, with this, do they stay bought?"
1: Yeah, you can. You can't buy me, but you can you can rent me. All right, <laughs> all right. So we only have about four minutes left to the show. Go for okay, it.
0: Okay, so th- that that's just
1: a really um, uh,
0: uh, a generalized painting of a picture. We talked about what's really going on in the I- issue of green. We're talking about what's really going on in Ukraine and what's really going on in terms of what the Bidenites are attempting to do. They are desperate to find the war. And the closest candidate right now appears to be Ukraine. But as I said, even the president of Ukraine says, what are you talking about? Why do you want us to go to war? We don't want to go to war. And we don't expect Russia to go to war with us. He actually said that in a recorded conversation to the president of the United States. So it does not appear to me. And again, sometimes wars happen even when people don't intend them. It does not appear to me that there's going to really be a war in Ukraine, but it does appear to me that Biden will continue or the Bidenites actually Biden doesn't do anything. He's, he's basically a vegetable. Um, the Bidenites will att- will continue to attempt to foment a war because they don't have a choice before November. So that's that's what's in the in the offing. That's what's in the cards. I'm not going to suggest that I'm making any advice in ter- in terms of investments. But anyone who's invested in the um, in any sorts of markets today that have volatility, you need to be aware of what's going on. Because these things are very, very real
1: very, very interesting, okay, we still have another couple of minutes left i I want to know, besides uh, Europeans and anyone else who is dependent upon uh, Russia for fuel, how else will it affect everybody else in the world? Is this going to affect shipping, manufacturing, production, deliveries, um, stocks, meaning There, there is nobody supplies. in the world
0: that is not affected by the price of fuel, by the price of energy. Nobody. So if something happens that causes the Americans and or the Europeans to sanction Russia, the price of, of energy will go up enormously unless you're in a country like Israel, which ha- we will have our own independent supply and we don't ha- we're not dependent on world markets, but that's a very special case.
1: So let me put this uh, past you maybe. And I've, I've said this to you before in different shows, because this is what I'm hearing and I don't know. I'm just asking that. And, and that is that maybe Biden wants to do this because he wants to cause a collapse in the economy because when you break economies countries become a lot more pliable and they and i understand that we are headed towards a cashless society and this will be much easier if a country breaks their economy breaks you can restructure what is his motto build back better but before you can build back the first thing has to be destroyed so what do you have to say about that in the minute that well, we have well the
0: destruction came mostly from the from the from the uh, the, the the pandemic which was um, uh, 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 enormously worse than it needed to be. There were therapeutics from the beginning. A lot of these si- lives could have been could have been saved. Yes, amen. I um, uh, uh, um, uh, the basic um, policies of the Democratic Party, and remember, the Democratic Party is basically a, pro- a party run by five families: uh, the Clintons, the Obamas, the, the Bidens, uh, etc. The basic policy of these five families is destruct, constructive, uh, creative destruction. They want their agenda and they will destroy anything that gets in their way.
1: Well, that's what we might be seeing. Yes. Yes, I agree. All right. We're going to have to leave it there. Uh, you've been listening to the Tamar Yona show here at Israel News Talk My guest was Dr. Mordecai Ben-Menachem. And again, I want to remind all of our listeners to check out our videos on IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. Just go to our homepage and click on the videos. Thank you, Dr. Mordechai Ben-Manachim, for being with us.
0: Thank you. If you love Israel News Talk Radio, then you'll love our Facebook page.
1: Advertise with Israel News Talk Radio and get your message out to people. We'll build a personalized package for you. Contact advertising at IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. Straight Talk from Israel.
0: You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio.